0: Mother's Day sometimes is is a day of celebration, sometimes it's a day of memories, sometimes we're a little sad because our mothers are not with us, maybe it's a day of hope, maybe God is bringing reconciliation to your family, but I want to share something with you from my heart this morning. And that is this, one of the most important things in life is, of course, God. God is always first. But family is number two. And, you know, throughout my years, I've, I was so, you know, I was so excited about ministry. And uh, I've missed a lot of birthdays. I've missed a lot of things I probably should have went and done been so caught up in ministry that I didn't see the priority of family but as I have gotten older I realize more and more that although that Jesus is the center of my life family should come number 2 and you should take every opportunity in your life to love on your family Isn't it ironic that families split up because of disagreements, because of material things? I mean, families have gotten so upset over money, cars, you name it. Families get upset over stuff like that. But as I have gotten older, I realize, Pastor David, that the most important thing in life is relationships. Relationships. And if you're here this morning and there's broken relationships in your family, I'm asking you to do everything in your power to break down the walls of barriers in your family and be reconciled to your family today and know that God has placed them in your life to be salt and light. It's easy for us to get hurt and offended and to walk away and say, it's not worth it, I've tried. Ladies and gentlemen, God has placed family. He's told us to honor our mother and our father. That your days may be long. If you want a long life, the quickest way to have a long life is to honor your parents. You know, it's hard sometimes, isn't it? Especially when you disagree with them. Maybe they get on your nerves. Maybe you don't see eye to eye with them. and You know, how many has ever had somebody in your family that just gets on your ever-living? Come on, is there somebody who can just wave your hand and say, you know, I, I know that's true. I, I've met some of them. <laughs> and if the truth be known, we all have people like that in our family. And it's, you see, it's not easy to love people. It, it's never easy to love people. But if Jesus is in our life, and if the Holy Spirit is walking with us, then ladies and gentlemen, love conquers all. I said love conquers all. Paul said that love never fails. You can't go wrong doing what's right. You say, preacher, I've tried to love Him and I can't. You can't go wrong in doing what's right, but they get on my nerves. love them anyway. I don't like what they said to me. Just love them anyway. You know what, you know, Jesus said, Jesus said this: that if you don't do that, you're just like the pagans, for they love when they are loved back. But Jesus said in Matthew 6 that you're called to be a two-mile person in a one-mile world. Jesus said for you to go the extra mile, if they ask you to go one mile, Jesus said go with them too. I think the essence of what Jesus is trying to teach us is that we should live in upside-down Christianity. Anybody can love when they're loved back. And anybody can give when they're given to. Anybody can smile when you're treated good. But it takes a man and a woman of God to make a decision that I'm going to be a two-mile person in a one-mile world. One of the most important things in life is relationships. And I'm asking you today that if there's broken relationships, I'm asking you to do everything you can do because you can't love enough. You can't go wrong in loving too much. You can't go wrong in affirming too much. You can't go wrong in doing acts of service too much. And I'm asking you to be a two-mile person in a one-mile world. And sometimes you've got to do that even in the midst of your hurt. I'm asking you to be honest with yourself because one of the greatest things that I've learned in life is before we are a fellowship of saints, we are a fellowship of sinners. We all have issues. We all have issues in our families. So we can all get on the same board here. We can all be honest with one another. Sometimes it's hard to love people. But I'm telling you, love never fails. And as I have gotten older, I've realized, love your mother, love your father, love your family. They may get on your nerves, but love them anyway. may not agree with them, but love them anyway. Hold them close. Go home today and kiss your wife Tell your wife, I love you. I appreciate the hard work you do for our kids. I want you to put your arms around your kids and kiss them today and let them know I love you. Maybe I don't tell you enough. But I want to tell you I love you. See, you can't go wrong in doing what's right. We're called to be a two-mile person in a one-mile world. Go the extra mile today. When you go out to eat, when you bless your family today, as you go to work this week, somebody's hurting. Somebody needs that smile. Somebody needs that handshake. Somebody needs to hear the words of Jesus through you. You see, this is a simple message, but yet it's the most profound message in the world. It's love. Love conquers. Love rules. Love never fails. see, Jesus is hanging on the cross at His crucifixion. And even in Jesus' death, His own family didn't show up. The Bible tells us that His own brothers didn't even believe in Him. And as Jesus is suffering on the cross, Jesus proves something to us that I think that it needs to ring in our ears this morning, as our Lord is dying, He looks down and He says to the disciple John, Behold, your mother. When Jesus is dying, when Jesus is suffering for the sins of the world, Jesus teaches us that even in your own hurt, you should honor Parents. Jesus is suffering. Jesus is dying. And his concern was, I got to take care of my mother. It teaches us that sometimes you've got to be the big person. You've got to go the extra mile. You've got to be the two mile person in a one mile world. Sometimes it takes you mending the bridges. It's not about who's right. It's about righteousness. Jesus teaches us that even in the midst of His suffering and in His death, He was concerned about His mother. And it teaches us that isn't it ironic that John, who took his mother in, wasn't even his blood relative. It wasn't even his blood relative. Jesus couldn't even get His own family to take care of of their mother. He asked John, who is a disciple, a close disciple, a close friend, take care of my mother. You know what that teaches us? It teaches us, number one, that honoring people, sometimes you've got to honor people even when you're hurting yourself. And it teaches us this, that at the foot of the cross, we all become family. John became family at the foot of the cross. And I'm glad today, because my family lives hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of miles away. And I am encouraged this morning that true family is not necessarily found in the bloodline, but family is made at the foot of the cross. Family is made at the foot of the cross. Lastly, it teaches us that in this story, that it doesn't matter how old you are, you should always honor your mother. Jesus is 33, and he still felt the responsibility to honor his mother. You're never too old to honor your mother. You're never too old to go the extra mile. Amen.